Hey everyone, and welcome back to this exciting episode of Beaver Biodiversity. Together with my classmates, Sophie and Logan, we begin to unearth the truth about urban horticulture. So what exactly is it? So a study done by Sarakshita et al. says that urban horticulture is defined as plant production activities conducted in city and suburb areas, producing edible plants and plant parts, and that is economically viable and could possibly reduce CO2 emissions. And so for Sophie, I just wanna ask what your favorite areas or examples of urban horticulture are, like something that you think is super cool that you wanted to share with everybody today. Um, for me, my favorite example um, that I used to work at the OSU student farm, which was really the experience that people would have had in the whole urban ag, especially for college students, because um, just in one of our students and there were students who just classified out there and they were all in the Oh, cool. Is that uh, under James Cassidy? Is yeah. that okay? Mm -hmm. That's really cool. What about you, Sophie? Do you have a favorite one? Yeah, and that's really cool, which is one of uh, ties into my next question. So what are the most significant benefits and challenges you find in this industry? And I think that it's very significant to note that we know where our food's coming from. And that's something that is a huge benefit, I think, of this um, area, because with so many people in the population growing to where like it might not be sustained, I think it's really important to like consider what everything is being come from like where it grows is it sustainable are we able to produce that type uh, like that amount of food and where does it come from and i think that's something that's also increasing with consumers um and then what about you guys do you think like there are any more significant impacts that you've noticed that were important um, I think that, like, what Did you have anything, Sophie? 
That is okay. All right, next question. That's okay. Uh, let's do um, any trips or like tricks for be beginners. Like, do you think that there's something that would be like important for you to know going into this if you wanted to do your own community garden, your own section of urban horticulture at home? Do you think there's one tip that you always give someone when you're talking about this area? Yeah, I was going to say I found um, some data from a study by Bradley et al. And it said that it increases and encourages healthy eating habits and being physical, but it also helps you to increase your concentration, self-discipline and remove stress. And so it, it helps you to focus mentally. And I think that's something that a lot of students need nowadays, because I know personally I'm going Kind of insane like especially in Oregon if you don't like the rain like you can't go outside so you want to have something inside to be able to kind of escape from being quarantined even though it's just in your own house and that's something that I really enjoy about this topic as well did you have anything to add Logan about just tips that you would give any beginners or anybody wanting to start new I like that. I like that we're just like, you know what? Failure is an option and it's unavoidable. So, you know, just get better at accepting it and realizing where can I improve? Where can I go after that? And that's, I really like that that's kind of the message that we brought today. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's all I have for questions because I think we really covered a lot of stuff in like a short amount of time. And I think that the key element is, you know, if you want to do it, do it. Don't be afraid to do it because you think you're going to fail. You know, starting out small, like Sophie said, I think is something 
that is important as well, because if you buy big, like, like, again, like Sophie said, you buy big, you can fail big. So if it's just one packet of seeds that you're experimenting with and they don't taste good, that's okay. And you go buy something else, figure out what you need to do to improve it. And I think that that's really key for this area. And that's something going into the future that a lot of people should know. It's, it's okay to fail. It's a learning process and you know, you can increase your knowledge while also having those failures, which is really awesome. Um, so, yes. Yes. Yes, Th that's... Yeah, I was going to say, actually, in my biology lecture the other day, they were talking about hummingbird food, and that's not gardening, but a lot of people think you have to go to the store and buy these super sweet, like, dyed things, and you can just make it at home with sugar and water if you do enough research. So it's important to do your research as well, like, know what you're doing, what seasons, like, that's also really important. Biodiversity is so versatile, like, there's so many things that go into it, and I think that's really cool to bring that up. Thank you guys. And thank you for spending time discussing this today. And I hope that our listeners just are ready to go because I'm ready to go. I'm like, I want to go buy all these plants in the stores. I'm like, I'm ready to grow things. I'm ready. So no, thank you guys for spending this time with me. And I really appreciate it. And I love all the insights. So thank you so much.